Welcome to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Debbie and Greg Peters. Welcome back to another episode of the Third Generation Networking Podcast. I'm Greg Peters, the reluctant networker and uh, resident tech superhero in, in, in residence. With me is my co-host, Debbie Peters, the networking guru, my business partner, and also, of course, my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, Greg. Well, what was that that you were? The, the, the tech superhero in residence. Got it. <laughs> Okay. Of course you're that. I, I have been interrupted on more than one call. In fact, I think you and I have been on a call where I suddenly had to to jump off and go deal with some technical issue. Uh, we are still, of course, in the middle of the COVID shutdown and uh, the kids are doing school from home. And when things aren't going quite right, they tend to get a little panicky. So. <laughs> So, As your mother does too. Well, I, you know, and I understand it's, it's, this is in many ways, the tech right now is our lifeline to the world. And when it's not working, it can be a little upsetting. So. Yes, it can. So, so what have you been up to? Well, um, as you know, our our little pond in front of the house is now closed for the season, which means it's draped in, in uh, material to keep the, the debris out of it through the winter. Yeah. And, the dog, the yellow devil, thinks that even though it's covered, he still can wade in it. <laughs> so I realized that I need to have pitching uh, practice because I was trying to throw rocks at him to get him out of there. And I only, out of like 10 rocks, I was only able to hit him once. Well, and he probably he, didn't even know what was going on. So. Well, and then the, the the other nine were falling into the water. So then he was thinking it was a game that he had to play and, you know, go after the rocks. And uh-huh. so, so, so I'm better at networking than I am at, at, at the throwing dog rocks at dogs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I guess some people would think that was acceptable that you were missing the dog. But <laughs> just, just so you know, we've been warned not to hit the dog on the head because you might hurt your hand. <laughs> All right. Uh, and, and of course, we're looking forward to this coming weekend is our traditional cookie baking uh, weekend with grandma. So we're looking forward to coming down and uh, and we often made what nine, 10 batches of cookies to, to last us through the holiday season. And, uh, and it's gonna be a little different this time because we often are preparing those for our various holiday gatherings and there aren't that many gatherings this year. So <laughs> Although I know Andy, oh, my brother Andy, is going to want his uh, his special batch of cream wafers, which is sort of the the, the Peter's specialty. Of course, everyone yeah. has their own specialty that they want, so we'll see how that works out. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, last week we were talking about how to schedule follow up uh, or scheduling follow up calls, but also what we could be talking about and how we could uh, be providing value as far as those uh, those follow up calls go. Um, which led naturally to this week's conversation about how to give great referrals. And this was actually a, from a question from one of our listeners. Uh, his name is Greg Peters. And his question is, uh, how do I give great referrals? <laughs> You're uh, so seri- creative, Greg. <laughs> I, am, I am. Well, seriously, this actually came about. Uh, I attended uh, mom's uh, BNI group. Um, they were, they were, uh, they have, she has a, an amazing BNI group. And afterward, talking with her about how she provides referrals to this, uh, to this group, BNI, Business Network International, uh, it is a referrals and leads passing group. 
Um, and she is, she is like one of the number one referral passers in an already amazing group. And I thought we need to understand a little bit more about her process and how she goes about doing this and is so successful at doing it. So let's start out. How do you, how do you even get in that mode? How do you, how do you get yourself there? What, what do you need in order to give good referrals? Well, I need for people to tell me what they need. So, <laughs> okay. So, so you're not and, just making this up off the top of your head. No, I'm not just making it up. Although, you know, ever so often I will run into something that's like, oh, this would be good for Greg. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm not interested. I, I'm very happy to do, to give those types of referrals, but that's not what I'm interested in. I'm, I'm very interested in being proactive with my networking contacts. Okay. And in order to be proactive, I have to know exactly what they need. So in BNI, that means they have to make a specific name preferred request. Or if I'm meeting with someone like a, a um, just a coffee meeting where we're mm. you know chatting, at the end, I'm going to ask them, most times at least, how can I help you? And if they say, well, you know, any, anybody, whatever, you know, blah, 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 blah. Anyone who wants to buy my stuff. Yeah. Anyone with a spine or anyone with skin or whatever, that's no help to me because it's like asking for the whole world and a, a blank window shade comes down for me when people ask for that. And in fact, so, you were telling me about, because uh, I was asking you, so what happens when someone doesn't have a specific ask, a, a very specific name, specific ask? How do you work with them in order to, to help you? Well, I, I'm glad you asked, because just a couple of weeks ago, I was working with one of our younger, uh, newer members in my BNI chapter. His name is Matthew Utter, U-T-T-E-R. And he works for OBM, Ohio Business Machines, which is an office equipment um, company. Back in the old days, we used to call that copier sales, but obviously they sell all kinds of things now. <laughs> and um, Matthew had been somewhat effective, but not as effective as he could be in his BNI request. Like um, the previous week, before we chatted individually, he had asked for a specific church, and but no name of anyone at that church. So I says, when we were talking, I said, Matt, who at that church do you want? And he's like, well, I don't know. So I quickly Googled the church and within a minute had come up with the four, at least the four major people that worked at that church. And I said, okay, do you want the pastor or the, you know, the administrative assistant or whatever? And he says, well, usually it's administrative assistant. And I said, okay, here's the name. This is what you can ask for. And then I quickly you know, took that name and put it into LinkedIn just to see if I was connected. And sure enough, I had someone that knew this person that I could reach out to and say, hey, you know, there's this young guy would love to, you know, be connected with Susie Q from St. John's Church could you help? And, um, but before that, I said, so Matt, Matthew, all you have to do is put a little extra time in. Um, you've got to do your homework so that I can do, you know, do the extra step for you. So thank you very much, Debbie. You've just, I've just given you your referral request for this week. <laughs> well, I said, and... are, 
in the in the in the session that I went to, um, he he was very specific. He said he wanted me this particular, and I I've got my in my notes here somewhere. Uh, uh, this particular, I think it was uh, Ro, Ro, Rambo or, or something like that. The name of the company is R Shambo or J R Am J R Am. I can't say it. R Shambo. Um, but again, I, once we got done with the church, I said, who else are you trying to get into that you haven't been able to get into? And it was this R Shambeau company in Maumee, Ohio. So quickly I Googled it and quickly it came up and I said, all right, who do you want to talk to? Cause I, you know, <laughs> now I said many times websites will not have the staff, but just as often they do. Sure. And the so, about us, the, the uh, our team or whatever. It's, it's yeah, it's our staff, our team, that. about us, whatever it is. And I said, all right, which one do you want? And well, so and it was. A, what, what, and as I recall, actually, it was when he, he made that request, actually, at the meeting, there was someone there who said, I can put you in touch with. Yes. But that was because he was so specific about, I want to meet this one person. Yes. Okay. And that so, was one that I helped him develop. So in, in two minutes, he had two referral requests. So he used the second one for, you know, that week. And um, I said, all right, Matt, from this point forward, you have to do, you know, your work so that I can help you in return. So he understood it. He thanked me for it. I had to give him the, you know, the, the Debbie kick in the butt to get him moving. <laughs> and, and as her son, I've received the Debbie kick in the butt more than once. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, so that's the that's kind of the uh, step one. Then is sort of either they need to give you something very specific, or you need to help them, yeah, get to someplace specific. Because otherwise, let's face it, we're we're too busy in our own businesses to actually do that much research. I mean, you were obviously very very friendly. Do you do that for other people when they say, "I want to get into this particular company"? Or of course, yeah. So you do the same yeah. thing. If you know, if it's BNI and I'm I'm motoring an hour each week, and it's an appointment on my calendar to react to the referral request. Okay. Uh, in my notes, I put a guess what? Another asterisk beside the ones that have been specific enough to deserve an asterisk. So they either have a name or they have a company name. If it's a company name, I either Google it or I I may try um, the Better Business Bureau website. Because uh, if the company is listed there, uh, down at the bottom of their listing is the, the principles are listed for the company. Mm -hmm. So I may be able to get a name that way. Okay. And if I can get a name that way, you know, I can help my member to develop a name. But I would prefer that they would put that time in because obviously what I'm doing, if I'm Googling and if I'm having to go to the Better Business Bureau site to get these names, it's taking time that I could be spending with other members who have already given me a name. So we have to think about what am I taking away from others when I don't, don't sure. do all the work that I need to do. Well, and if, if you, you know, sometimes you don't even know who, you know, I mean, as, as far as, as these, you know, if they say I'm looking for someone in ABC company, I don't know. You know, I, you don't know who necessarily works where, and but if they yeah. say I'm looking for Barb Smith at ABC Company, that's that, that's a higher chance of triggering if you happen to know Barb Smith, even if you yeah. don't know she worked at, at ABC. So, all right. Yeah. So if we can get a name, and I know it's easier with people who call on B2B, business to business, mm -hmm. or it feels like it easier than it is for people that call on B2C, business to consumer, but um, 
I have helped business consumer people to figure it out. And in fact, Sierra Hutton, who is an Arbonne representative, she's figured out that she wants to meet all the young women in the area, professional women that are in the marketing profession in some way, shape or form. And so she just, she's created a list of all the young women that have marketing jobs and she asks each week for a different name. Well, yeah, that's a great idea. So, so this is this is not only how to give great referrals. This is how to ask for great referrals as well. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So you have somehow managed to get a very specific request. You've yes. done a little, you do a little research now to see how you are connected, possibly with that specific request. Yes. Um, what if there is no specific, what if you don't know, uh, you don't have a connection to that specific request? Is there, is there something else you might do? Might you say, uh, see if you know of anybody else at that company or? Uh, yeah, I might, I might go in and see if I know someone else at the company. I, I will do a, a LinkedIn search for that company. And then sometimes other people will show up. And then I look and see who do I know. Um, so I may back in that way. That's a little, uh, obviously it's going to be a little less helpful, but it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the best thing that I do is when I get a name of a company, I actually go to the Better Business Bureau site and hopefully they're listed there because they list both members and non-members. Okay. And then hopefully I can get a name then I put it, then I start doing my search to see if I have any connections to that person. If I don't, um, that's when I email the person that I'm working on their behalf. And I say, you know, I'm doing a little research on your request that you made to me when we had our one-to-one the other day. Um, I don't seem to have any connection that's gonna take me there, but I did find that there's a name associated with that company that might help you, you know, when you're mm. talking with someone else, or if it'd be an I, maybe you can put this into your request for next week. So I may, you know, that name, I just may not have any connections, but I give it to my member or the person I sat in front of and said, Hey, here's another piece of information that may help you get a little bit closer. So you're providing value, even if you can't provide that direct connection. Yep. Yep. Right. And, so- they can, and they can decide what they want to do with that piece of information. Maybe they, maybe they do, maybe they don't, but that's okay. They know I'm working on their behalf. <laughs> okay, so now let's suppose you found this name, and maybe it's it's a it's a jump or two away from you. So you mm-hmm. know you know someone who can connect you. So what's your process then for making that connection from the person who asked originally through the three jumps to the person who they actually want to talk to? Okay, so um, I mean, mo- so many people think when they get a name, when someone asks them, you know, do you know? Joe Schmo, I really want to get to him. And if they don't know Joe Schmo, they immediately shut down and say, no, I can't help you because they don't know this person. That first of all, we have to change our mindset and say, how can I get to this person as opposed to? <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing I, and you know, every week, and, and this specifically goes along with B&I, but every week I would say of the 20 requests that I'm going to react to, I probably will know maybe one if, if that, most of them, I won't know. Okay. So um, my first step is I go to Facebook first. I used to go to LinkedIn first, but I have found that Facebook is more reliable and I'll put the um, name in. And if it comes up, then I see in their friends who 
we might have as mutual friends. Okay. Because what I found is if you have, if you are a friend on Facebook or if you have a friend on Facebook, then it's, it's real. Whereas for whatever reason, you know, people think on LinkedIn, they have to link it, link with everyone in the world. And then when you ask them, by the way, I see that, you know, Joe Schmo on LinkedIn, they're like, I don't even know him. I don't know. You know, no, I can't help. And so I used to start with LinkedIn, but now I start with Facebook because okay, interesting. if, if I have a friend and connection, it usually will go. And um, then once Facebook is, you know, if I don't have Facebook, I, or there's not a hit or for whatever reason, then I will go to LinkedIn and say, see if I have a connection in LinkedIn in between me. So for example, if I'm trying to get to Joe Schmo and I go in and I see that Greg Peters is uh, a mutual connection to me mm -hmm. and to Joe Schmo, uh, I will reach out and say, Hey, Greg, um, I wonder how everything's going up in Ann Arbor today. And isn't it a great day? Just some, you know, pleasantries. And then I'll say the reason I'm reaching out is that um, I met with one of my good networking friends this week, and he said that he would like a connection with Joe Schmo. His name is Chris Kapelski, and uh, he would like to chat with them about their website. Uh, Chris, Chris is, you know, the owner of IDS and uh, website developer. And um, I was wondering if I saw on LinkedIn that you are connected with Joe Schmo. And would you be willing to make this connection? And by the way, I'm happy to introduce you to Chris Kapelski first, if you would like to meet him first before you make the second introduction. Okay, so you're making sure everybody is comfortable all at all yep. steps along the way. Mm -hmm. You don't want well, that Greg Peters guy to go, well, I don't know, Chris. I, mean, I know you, Debbie, but I'm not sure I'm comfortable introducing my close yeah. friend here. So it has to be to someone I don't know. So so it might be yeah. a stepwise thing where you're not you're not just saying, just give me the name and contact information. It's no, okay, we're gonna build this relationship first. And then when they're comfortable, they can pass that information along. Yeah. And sometimes they don't uh, sometimes a person that I read shop to is like, nope. If you say it's okay, I trust you, I'll, I'll make the introduction, not a problem. And then they'll say, um, have Chris reach out to me or what I don't like as much, but it sometimes happens is I will, you know, I'll reach out and email this person. I, I would prefer that they would at least make an email introduction or my dream is that they'll, they'll make an in-person introduction. Most people don't go the extra mile for that, Yeah. but it's at least a start. And then my friend can take it from there, however okay. they can. All right. Wow. Okay. So we have this whole set of, of processes that you go through in order to make these great referrals, you know, making sure that yes. either you are given or you help uh, entice a, a good specific name. Uh, you do a research through your own network in order to discover where the connections might be. And possibly uh, mm -hmm. you might even get back to them and say, I don't have these connections. Here's some other alternatives. Uh, would that be sufficient? And then you go through the process of making those connections in between your friend and the person they want to uh, eventually be connected with. And that might mean an intermediate relationship development. And yes, all of that's accurate. And it's interesting because I've been doing this now for, you know, probably five years, this, this process. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've gotten to know, like, if I go in and there's 22 mutual connections, I'll read down through the list 
I know who not to ask. <laughs> Just because they don't understand the process and they they think they're helping, but they're not really doing anything. So I have I have developed my list of people that I can reach out to that will will really step up and you know help with that. And if you think about it, this is sort of connected to what we talked about last week, which was how do I get back in front of people? Mm-hmm. If you think about it, and I didn't think about this when we were talking about it last week, I'm getting back in front of some of my contacts that I may have not talked with in a long time. And um, so it's me getting there, but I'm asking for their help and people love to help. Sure. So it's another way to get back in front of people is to ask for help. Well, and then that's what we, because we were talking about last week is we want to find ways to be of service, but it's 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 the service of sometimes will you help me be of service? Yes. <laughs> well, very cool. All right, I think that's uh, I, that's a lot of the secrets now, and I think with a, we could we could refine that, but I, I think I'll let people kind of gestate about that particular these concepts for a while. Yeah, and if they you know if they have questions or if they want to you know even walk through the process, I'm open for you know, anyone reaching out via email to me and we can, we can talk about it. Cause I know when you kind of just talk about it and not do it, it's, it's maybe it's a, little a little challenging, confusing, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I will put, uh, I will put mom's uh, contact information in the, uh, in the episode guide. Heck I'll put mine too, just in case you want to contact me. Uh, uh, and uh, please, uh, if, if you did enjoy this program, you think someone could be helped by it, do not hesitate to pass it along to them. Also, we would love to continue to see you here or, or hear you here or whatever that might be <laughs> week by week. So please do subscribe. Uh, if you have any comments, uh, we post this on our Facebook pages and we would love to hear back from you. Uh, next time, we're actually going to be talking about uh, something that's, it's, I think, becoming more and more important since we are still during this lockdown period. It's about how do you uh, create and run your own networking opportunities? And I know that, uh, Mom, you've had a lot of experience in this particular area. Um, so we will we will think a little bit more about that, so going a little bit beyond the one-to-one conversations over Zoom. So, all right. So uh, I guess until next time, uh, go out and make some great connections. Take care, Mom. Thanks, Greg. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Greg and Debbie Peters. If you'd like to learn more about our new virtual training programs, go to connectnation.com.